All right, guys, welcome to the Different Animals Podcast. It's your boy, Tyler. And I'm Ever Castro. And you are here for episode 11. That's two ones. That shit goes up to 10. Ours goes up to 11, dog. <laughs> um, so this episode, uh, we're going to touch on some stuff we've been watching recently. Um, I'm going to touch on a game that's about to come out and will be out by the time this airs that I'm going to be playing. Um, we're going to talk about our favorite rat beats. The Washington Redskins are changing their name, and we're going to talk about Madden. Um, but first, So, I'm going to start by saying that we were planning on talking about Palm Springs, and we are still going to talk about Palm Springs, but we're recording this on a short week on our end, um, so I haven't gotten to it yet. So, we're skipping that. We talked about it last week. Mm-hmm. It'll be on episode 12. Yeah, yeah, we'll, yeah we'll mention it next week. Uh, it'll, it'll give you know, Tyler more, cha- uh, more time to watch it, um, and then hopefully people listening, uh, you know, some... Uh, you know, more time to watch it. I think I, I saw the news this week that um, I think it was like Hulu's um, biggest movie or like biggest oh, shit, opening really? weekend. Uh, but I don't mean I don't know. I don't think it means anything because I think you know it, it varies. Yeah, but true. I think they had the also um, a fucking movie weekend. Like yeah, on a streaming service. That's exactly. fair. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like whatever metric they used, it's like it was like the biggest movie of the weekend. So um, I know like Netflix, uh, like it, it, like they measure it based on like the first ten minutes, and it's like. Really? Like, that's what we're measuring is the first 10 minutes of a movie? Yeah, and if they don't change it and stuff. Yeah, I mean, like, I'd rather they not tell us because, they, you know, they're very secretive about their metrics and stuff. So I, I'd rather them not because then I feel like that could skewer people's opinions about stuff. But anyway, right. but anyway, yeah, but we'll get to Palm Springs next week. Yeah. Okay. So let's start with what we've been watching. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, this week I finished up uh, What We Do in the Shadows, which I mentioned in last week's episode. Or I think uh, two weeks up, two weeks ago, um, and I, I, fin- I finished it up. It was only two seasons, ten episodes each, um, and it was great. I, I really enjoyed it. Just like I mentioned in my first, um, the first episode where I brought it up, um, it's funny. It's a great mockumentary. Um, the second season is just as good as the first one. I think in some parts it's even better, especially because you know the characters and, and you know um, sort of you know it's just easier to follow than you know getting used to them. Um, like like any any real book or like longer movie, like and the same thing with TV shows. Like when you have characters, like you spend you have if you really gotta nail it, like you have to develop and like introduce those characters correctly. So like your first season or your first part of your movie or all that shit always develops slowly, and then yeah. they don't have to worry about that in a next season. So that, right. that that so if everything else is great, like season two is is like a is super awesome because you're not usually having to get a whole bunch of introduction. Yeah, yeah, and then in, in most, I think um, dramas, it's a little bit easier for you to hit the ground running. But I think comedies, I think, always suffer from a you know, subpar, just kind of average first season. Like I always think about, you know, The Office or Parks and Rec. Um, 
and um, I, and even Community, the first half of the first season of Community, I always tell people, you know, you can just kind of skip them. Like, you sort of need a few episodes here and there just to get the idea of the characters, but you can pretty much skip them because, um, you know, season two is when it really takes off. But I think with, with what we do in The Shadows, it was great from, from the go. It, it hit the ground running in a way that I haven't seen in a comedy since probably, uh, I guess, Rick and Morty or 30 Rock. Um, but, uh, but yeah, but it was great. And there's actually one episode in season two where, um, uh, 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 I guess a, um, a secondary character. I don't know how to explain it without spoiling it, but there, it's one of my favorite episodes of any comedy ever. It's uh, a character changes their name to Jackie Daytona. Um, (laughs) and, uh, that's all I'll say. So if you've seen it, you know what I'm talking about, but if you haven't look forward to it, um, you know, as soon as I finished it, I was like, that is one of the best 30 minutes of, of comedy I've ever seen. So definitely check out the show. It's on Hulu. Um, it's, uh, it's techni- It's usually on FX, but FX and Hulu are both owned by Disney now. So they kind of have this um, sort of a partnership where anything that's on Hulu or on FX is automatically on Hulu. Um, so, uh, but yeah, but check it out. Um, like I said, 10 episodes, two seasons, or t- two seasons, 10 episodes each. And, you know, I got through them pretty quickly. Definitely. So I don't know why it hit me this way. Like whenever people like have ridiculous aliases, I don't know why it specifically always takes me down, but like when you said Jackie Daytona, it mm-hmm. immediately. Do you watch American Dad at all? I do. Yeah, so I'm not crazy about American Dad for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. I think it was just hard for me to buy in. Like I, I bet if I started to watch it more, but I tried to watch it when it first came out, yep. and it felt I was like, this is just a Family Guy clone, except it's more dumb because there's an alien and a talking fish. Yeah, like, like I was already like kind of like this is stupid, but. I watched the Ricky Spanish episode. Dude, yeah. And that shit kills me. It's like... Spanish. Dude, my favorite is that, like, they, every time, like, I want to say it's every time there's a commercial or every time they say, like, Ricky Spanish or something like that, it does, like, a slow panning, like, still. Yeah, and, like, yeah, of him doing something them, evil, yeah. yeah. But, but like, one of them is, like, him looking like a, a, a fucking, like, lollipop that he clearly took from a baby. Mm-hmm. And then, like, another one is, like, you know, just, like, mundane shit like that. But then at one point in the episode, <laughs> Roger is as Ricky Spanish. He's like, you know how I get when I drink? And it flashbacks to him at this party where, like... He's like Ricky Spanish and he's drinking and he's like, ah, ah, and like just has a fucking katana and just stabs his dude's wife through the heart. And I was like, that's such like, that's think- so ridiculous compared to the still right before it where he's like <laughs> knocking someone's papers out of their hands. Yeah, he's like Ricky Spanish and like it, he's, it, everything is in black and white and he's in color. And it's like a still, and he's like, I think one of them he's like, he's pooping into somebody's open chest cavity during an operation. <laughs> Um, but yeah, yeah, no, I feel the same way about American Dad. I think American Dad is another one where I actually, I, I tell people, not, not just to skip the first season, I tell people to skip to, like, episode, like, 80. There's, like, 200 of them, like, episode, like, season 3 or 4, from, like, seasons 3 or 4 through, I think, like, 8 or 9. Um, I think they're up at 12 now. I, I actually fell off, but, dude, some of those are so, so good. Like, there's, like, a Back yeah. to the Future one. There's one where, like, a future cyborg version of Stan comes back in time and he's like half mexican half robot or something like there's like some really good episodes in there yeah the one where he's talking about how his brother lives in a shithole house and it's yes, like yes yes my, my brother me. yeah my brother um uh, mike and i we watch that one every thanksgiving because it's a thanksgiving episode and so <laughs> every thanksgiving we watch that it's oh dude it's so good it's so fucking funny 
But uh, yeah, okay. American Dad, underrated comedy. Um, Definitely. But, uh, when I actually like, when I actually get into it, I, I do think it is good. I just remember yeah. like I was so turned off by the first time I tried to watch it that yeah. I like, never went back. I would seriously. say because none of them connect and they're all hilarious. I would say like literally just the middle of the pack, just jump in wherever, and mm-hmm. you'll get some great episodes. Um, but yeah, also, so I've been. Oh, sorry, oh, go ahead. No, you go. I was just gonna say, and then uh, so I finished that up. And then I started uh, the show called My Brilliant Friend on HBO. It's um, it's actually it's in Italian. It's an Italian show, but it's short as well. It's two seasons, eight episodes each. Um, I saw it because it was getting a bunch of good reviews online. And I saw a bunch of people talk about it. And, and the last two shows I'd done, or I'd finished or watched, were both sort of more comedies. And mm-hmm. so I was like, let me get a drama in there since I, I'm usually trying to watch at least one series. And, and so far, I'm, I'm only... Um, three or four episodes in, it's pretty good. You know, it's it's subtitled. It's like a foreign uh, language film. It's it's about uh, two girls in the 1950s in Italy, and it's about them growing up and and sort of you know becoming teenagers. And I think season two deals with them as young women. But so mm-hmm. far, right now, and where I'm at, they're just uh, they're like preteens. Uh, but so far, it's pretty good. Um, I don't I, I can't I don't think the story's really gotten going because it's eight episodes. Yeah, can't um, give a judgment on it yet. Yeah, yeah, but uh, I, I'm sure by next episode or the one after, I'll have a good idea of the first season, and, and I'll let y'all know. Okay, um, I forgot to I, I before we started recording, I didn't even think about it. But one thing I have watched recently is, um, I guess one of my favorite comedians um, released his comedy special on YouTube. Um, uh, so it's available for everyone. Um, it's Hannibal Burris. He dropped his special Miami Nights. It's like I think a little over an hour, and it's pretty fucking good. Um, he's got two bits that really took me down. One of them is that he says he uh, he says he doesn't like that I can see the price of anyone's house on Zillow, and he's like, and I also don't like. That I don't have the self-control to not do it while I'm sitting in your house. Um, <laughs> and then his other bit is uh, that took me down was um, <laughs> was just him talking about apparently, I think in Miami, he was arrested by a cop. Um, and he, that just whole scenario, I, I guess arrested by a cop is really fucking stupid because all arrests happens by cops. Mm. But... Um, he was arrested by a cop that he thinks is kind of a piece of shit. And they, he, so I guess because it's on YouTube, they kind of just edited it weird than I, more weirdly than I would have expected. And like, he'll cut to like the body cam footage of him getting arrested multiple times. And like every time it kills me. Hannibal Burris, have you ever watched anything he's done? Um, just a couple of stuff, a couple of clips from his stuff on the, uh, Aaron Andre show. show. Yeah. Yeah. So he, and the Eric Andre show, he plays the straight man to Eric Andre's, like, insanity. Mm-hmm. But, like, that's kind of how his comedy is. Like, he's super deadpan and saying ridiculous shit, but he's just, like, and also all of it seems legitimate. Like, it's not just the deadpan matched with the ridiculousness. It's that it's deadpan matched with ridiculousness, but also, like, very legitimate points. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's, like, it, it just kills me every time. So check him out. If you are into comedy and you know you just want to wait an hour on YouTube, um, nice. So yeah. yeah, I I think all I yeah like I I'm, I'm like I said I, I just know him from the from the show and all the the 
all the gifs on Twitter where he's like, you know, why are you booing me? I'm right. Or that's. Whack. Oh, yeah. Or, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. He's just as whack. Yeah. Whack. Or oh. when he gets shot on the couch. <laughs> yeah. Eric Andre's like, why would you do that? And yeah. Fucking... <laughs> yeah, dude, those kill me. Um, but his other specials are also good. I just, it's been so long since I've seen them. I don't know where to watch them. Like, I don't, I couldn't direct anybody to any of them. And I don't even remember the names. But I remember one, he's talking about how in New Orleans, he was like, if you go to the police department in New Orleans, mm-hmm. it, or it was like some office, uh, some local office, he was like, you can pay for a parade. He was like, you can pay to have a parade just at any time. He's like, he's like, fuck, dude, I might just start living in New Orleans. Like, <laughs> just fucking pay to have parades. Fuck them. Um, but yeah, it's all good. Uh, so that's that's really the only thing I've watched recently. Um, but what I am gearing up for mm-hmm. is a game called The Ghost of Tsushima is about to drop, or again will have dropped by the time this comes out. Um, and I'm just really looking forward to that. It's by Sucker Punch um, Studios. Uh, there might be like Sucker Punch Interactive. I don't remember, but it's by Sucker Punch who did um, the Sly Cooper games back in the day. Oh on yeah, yeah. PS2, and they also did the Infamous games. Um, which always oh, threw me, yeah. which always threw me off because you couldn't convince me of a bigger difference between games than from Sly Cooper to Infamous. <laughs> like, oh, probably Sly from Cooper, like probably Crash Bandicoot to The Last of Us. That's true, but like we said before, is that I don't think any of the people that worked on Crash Bandicoot are still on that team. Oh, I think it's like it's the same studio, but like you know, there's been turnover, so naturally, mm. like different people are there. But that is a good answer. But like, just to go from like raccoons stealing jewels from other like cartoon animals to like a dude flying through the air fucking electrocuting the masses like it's it's, it's a a leap i always got that game mixed up with um what was the fuck the the one with uh, the guy who could absorb people okay so you're probably talking about prototype prototype yeah yeah and And i played prototype too and it was awesome but yeah so prototype came out I want to say Prototype came out before Infamous, but was started developing after Infamous. And everyone, everyone, thinks that the people that made Prototype saw the idea. Because mm-hmm. they play almost identically. Yeah, um, it's like an like, open world power, superpower type thing. Yeah, like like leaping, like tall bound, you know, like, yeah. And, uh, like punching people, like fucking through the fucking city um right. but yeah people were like i think like everyone thinks that prototype saw what that was saw it had potential and then rushed theirs to get out before the next, the other one but uh i do think infamous is a better game than prototype but same genre same idea um but they made that game ghost of Tsushima looks like a more grounded experience so i'm excited to see what they can do with that um i would be able to tell you more about it you know maybe over the next couple episodes but mm-hmm. i'm excited for that Right. Um, so, um, I haven't seen any game. I've seen like I think some some uh, stills from it, but no gameplay. So, is it like a third person? Yeah, it's like an action like an adventure, world, like third or... person. Um, I don't know exactly how it's gonna play. Like, it, mm-hmm. I'm assuming it's going to be. Hmm, I think it's going to be between something like Dark Souls, which I don't know if you've ever played, but Dark Souls is like super clunky punishing gameplay mm-hmm. and then and it's on purpose 
and then you know something like uh the old god of war games or like devil may cry where it's just like like in the old god of war games kratos is just a fucking like uh, a dervish of just like fucking blades and like explosions flying through the air you know what i mean right, right. <laughs> it's like super zoomed out it's like that like a third person but like zoomed out like the old spyro games like that like, right right and it's like fucking like he would do attack and like your fucking swords would just cover the whole screen yeah. Um, so it's like, I think it's going to be in between that, which is basically the range of everything, mm-hmm. but it's those same genres. And I think it's going to be a smooth, but still have weight to it. Almost like the new God of War. I think it would, it, I expect it to be kind of close to that. I mean, maybe not artistically, mm-hmm. maybe not the over the shoulder camera, like that close, mm-hmm. but it, I think it might play with a certain, like same kind of rhythm, I guess. Um, but again, no idea when I play it, I can feel completely differently about it. Nice. Cool. Awesome. Awesome. So that's, so, uh, ghosts of Tsushima. Tsushima. I think. Tsushima. Cool. Tsushima. I think is, is, is uncooked sushi. Yeah. <laughs> or like raw sushi. <laughs> the ghost of raw sushi. I'm, I'm uh, playing, I played that game. All right. So let's move on to our favorite rat beats. Mm-hmm. Cause yes. we have a list here. Uh, I've got your list. You've got my list. Um, mm-hmm. So we can go back and forth. Um, yeah. So go ahead and start with whatever one you want to start with. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So my criteria my criteria for picking this one, it's not necessarily, like, the best, like, sample or the best melody or whatever. Um, mostly because I wanted to save best sample or, like, our favorite samples um, right. for a future episode. Um, it's just one that like I like the beat where I think the beat fits this the the voice of the hip hop artist the best. It's right. the beat where like I want to turn up my bass or like I want to turn up my headphones or more than likely all of these will be on a like a workout playlist or a party playlist just because I think they you know like uh, Will Ferrell says you know it gets, they get the people going you know right yeah exactly um so maybe not like favorite rap beats I think I should have said maybe like favorite. Bump, like bumping rap beats or maybe like i don't know but anyway so it lined up for me so i didn't i didn't have the i didn't know that criteria going in but it fit perfectly so we're just fucking rolling yeah yeah but yeah because I, I think you know it's like you know there's like some that have like smoother ones or maybe like more uh, bare bone ones or yeah or harder more, ones but i think it, right. like these have to fit like these are like in in the center of a bunch of circles in a Venn diagram right uh for me so for my first one i'm gonna start off with um bodak yellow by cardi b um it's produced by uh jay white did it um and it's just like basically just like a simple 808s and melodies and like as soon as you hear it you like know it i think you know if you play it while we listen to this you know exactly what the song is and you you know it it sort of takes you back but that's my first one um from i think uh 2017 Okay. Um, I didn't get the years because, again, always woefully underprepared. <laughs> um, but I think my first one I'm going with is Party Up by DMX. That shit is the quintessential, like, when you hear that song come on, mm-hmm. you want to find the nearest wall and tear it down. Like, right. I mean, like, the whole wall. Also... Fucking what kills me is that Party Up is one of the only songs where, now I'm going to preface this, uh, the edit 
I think is almost better than the explicit one. Now, I know there's some songs where the edit is straight up better because, like, the lyrics sound stupid, unedited, which is yeah. hilarious to me every time it happens. Because I'm like, you knew what you could use for the edited one, and you still chose this bad option for the mm-hmm. explicit one. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, my, just to go on a little side one, I love that 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 uh, category of songs because my favorite one is the T.I. You. song... Um, uh, oh, what uh, what you know about that? Oh yeah, is it that? Uh, it, he says something be... about like the forty. He say, he mentions a gun, and in the edited version, he says like a o or something like that. Right. Do you remember? Yeah, I think I can't I can't remember if that's the one, but I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think every, everyone is uh, getting tipsy by Chingy. I think that's one where like it's terrible, mm-hmm. explicit, but the edited one is good. Mm-hmm. Um. So there's that, but party up for the edits are not words. They're sound effects. And because the beat is already so intense and just like turned up, like the sound effects are also turned up and it just like fits like one of them, <laughs> instead of cursing, it's just someone going like, woo, like it, it like is instantly just like hype, like it just from that. And I'm just like, the edited one is so good. I don't, I don't know that it's better, but it's like. It's it almost becomes a whole different song and it's still good. Yeah, well, you have to. Oh, and also, you got to make sure that, to let people know that it's party up. You know, uh, parentheses up in here. Like that's the oh song yeah, we're yeah. About. Sorry, because y'all gonna make me lose my mind up in here, mm-hmm. up in here. And I like how you talk about you know the edited ones that sort of just blank out. Um, I think there was I think it was like tr- I think it was Truffle Butter or one of those other ones where Lil Wayne's verse comes on on the radio. Oh yeah, and, and there's like ten seconds of just silence because he yeah. says something about banging in the bathroom or something. Yeah. <laughs> and he's yeah. like, I'm gonna like like a bitch is in the bathroom. Like yeah, and then we're back in it, and then I was like, okay, like what did he say there? <laughs> well, another one where the edited one is terrible for me that kills me every time is mm. in what is it? Hold on, uh, I think it. It's fucking problems, I think, with ASAP Rocky. And they mm-hmm. say, obviously, I can't say the the regular line, but it's they say money make a actress. And oh yeah, but like yeah, in the edited one, it, the, the, they say money make money make 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 ish. Like, at least he'll figure ish. And I was like, oh my god. See, this would be a good list because I think I think this is something that you you come into contact with these kind of edited songs either through video games, like sports games. Right. And then also the radio. And I think, uh, you know, I think, well, one of those for me, I don't listen to the radio anymore, so I don't come in contact with those anymore. So I think it'd be interesting to come up with a list of these. I think it'd be a little bit harder because it's sort of catching like right in the middle of both. Mm -hmm. But um, I know, you remember last week you mentioned, or last episode you mentioned, or two two episodes ago, you mentioned um, NBA 2K, right? Right. And I- I'm still accepting the smoke. (laughs) <laughs> come right, at him um, but I, I booted it up dude and like you know a song starts in the menu and it'll be like yo it's what uh, the, <laughs> we're balling like the, the, on the, the, the and I'm like well, then why do you even include the song you know right, just, if you know this just thing, a different gonna be E song, for everyone <laughs> then pick a different song right there's gotta be an edited version of a rap song that's not this bad and the answer is it's Party Up by DMX by DMX in here or that TI song I just mentioned yeah I um all right so what's your next rap beat yeah next rap um it's uh backseat freestyle by kendrick lamar mm-hmm, uh produced mm-hmm. by hip boy and uh so he also did uh in paris 
by uh, Kanye West yep. and Jay Z, yep. and he did another one that I really really liked, and it, he seemed like somebody who like burned really bright, and I haven't heard much from him recently. But anyway, so yeah, same thing. You hear those like. I wish I knew the instruments, but there's like that sound, like that metallic sound. I think it's like a snare, and you know exactly what it is. And then, and then this one I think is improved by also the fucking just the lyrics. Ah, ring, ting, ting. Like, yeah, 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 exactly. like, you're like, oh, okay. And then Martin had a dream. Yeah, and then, dude, and then like, oh, it's so good. I remember That's listening to it the first he, time ever. He, you're right. This is the one where like the artist fits perfectly. Also, the other ones we've mentioned do fit perfectly. Like, you couldn't come up with a dude to be in a hype song better than DMX, where he's just fucking, just like, growling and just fucking, like, just losing yeah. his fucking mind. This one, like, Kendrick accentuates the beat so much. You know what I mean? Like, I, right before he starts going ham, he's like, Martin had a dream. Like, I, like you're I, so ready. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think all of these, now that I'm looking at them now, I think all of them work so well because the first line just, like, hooks you. And I think... You know how I was saying that all of these beats, they fit in like this perfect little space in a bunch of different circles in the Venn diagram. And I think one right. of those circles that I didn't mention earlier was the rapper's voice just fitting so well and amplifying the beat. Um, so, yeah, you know, sorry, Martin had dream. And then Cardi B, you know, she says, you know, little bitch, you can't fuck with me if you yeah. wanted to. Like right off the bat, you know, like what's you know, like, you know what you're in for. Um, so yeah, so back to free, uh, freestyle from uh, Good Kid, Mad City, um, from his album uh, from I think 2012. And like I said, I, I remember listening to it the first time. Like I downloaded the album because one of my sweet mates he said, you know, this guy's gonna be big. And I heard him on Take Care. Mm-hmm. I hadn't heard anything from 808s, not 808s, um, Section 8, 80, mm-hmm. Section 80. Um, and like I remember the first few songs, you know, you kind of get into it, you know. Uh, Master Splinter's daughter, and you kind of go through it, but then backseat freestyle hits, and you're like, "Holy shit!" Yeah. And uh, to this day, it it still has that same power. Yeah, backseat freestyle was definitely one of the first ones where I was like, "All right, hold on, I'm all in." Um, and like the other, like he does, he has a freestyle called like the Lookout for Detox freestyle, and mm-hmm. that shit's a banger. And he, uh, I heard Rigor Mortis by him and i was like those like put oh, me yeah. on to i was like okay hold on i mm-hmm. gotta pay attention now and even that one's a little b2 uh-huh third take yeah <laughs> so yeah that's definitely a good one um the one mm-hmm. i'm going to give next um is 99 problems 99 problems i think might be one of the best rap songs ever made mm-hmm I think mm-hmm. it is top three, and my logic for that is that, so like Drake makes rap songs that are also pop music that everybody likes, but he definitely sacrifices some of like what makes rap rap. You know what I mean? Like he definitely sacrifices some of that to like spread out the genre a little bit, and you mm-hmm. know you can argue that like you know that's just what rap is now, but like I still think if you were to say like when you think rap song in your head, like Drake is a rapper, but he definitely sacrifices some of that. Mm-hmm. 99 problems managed to be, I don't know a single person that doesn't like that song. I can't, right. I can't come up with a single person that's like, that song's not great. That song is great all the way around. And Jay-Z and the beat sacrificed nothing. Like it is 100% a rap song 
from the beginning. And fucking Rick Rubin nailed that shit. Nailed that shit, dude. And <laughs> you could even say it's like maybe one of the best rock songs. Yeah, it, it's to. definitely up there. Absolutely. Because right? you could easily say, you could say, well... It's as I much know. rap as like Walk This Way with Run DMC. Right. Or sorry, mm-hmm. it's as much rock as like that song is rock. And that song I think is in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So... 99 Problems is 100% a rock song, if you know what I mean? And it's one of the best ones, too, I think. Yep, yep. Yeah, Rags the Riches, because I ain't dumb. I got 99 Problems, but a bitch ain't one. Got and the rap patrol on the, the uh, cat patrol. <laughs> yeah. Everybody can do the, the, you know, where he recounts. Um, the the police stop? The police stop, yeah. right? Yeah. Now, I don't um, know the bar, or I ain't passed the bar, but I know a little bit enough that you won't illegally search my shit. Mm-hmm. God. Yeah, dude, everybody knows that one. Also, although, one of the best although, bars is, uh, you know, the type that is a motorbike wouldn't bust a grape in a food fight. He, I was just going to say that. I was like, he doesn't say food fight. He says fruit fight. Oh, yeah, fruit fight. That's right. Yeah. And, for the, and I always be like, what is a fruit fight? You have food fight right here. <laughs> food fight is a thing. Fruit fight isn't a thing. Unless he was being homophobic, but I don't Also, very possible. So. The time, I don't know. The times. But, we're the time, about. yeah. It's a little, uh, uh, you know what? Retractively bleak that out for us. I'm just kidding. But I do think he means he busts a grape in a fruit in a food fight. So I, I don't understand why. He, it, it could also it, just be one take hove and like oh, walk right. in there like, and fucking in. like, yeah, an R slip through like mm-hmm. all of us do. Like, like if I'm talking too fast and I try to say the word ladder, I'll say ladle. And, mm-hmm. and like, and he's just maybe, like, I'm yeah, I'm maybe, like, that I'm R, like maybe that R came out, and Rick was like, "Hey, just you know, you said fruit fight." He was like, "Fuck a dog, one take hove." Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but yeah, there's, that there's like, a banger. I, I love those little things about songs where you like notice something and you're like, "Wait, like," and it just sticks in your mind like that. Yeah. And then uh, in Marvin's room, Drake rhymes me, but he could have used. He he says, "Women, I got these women living off me." Something, something off me. And I'm like, why didn't you say I got these women living for free? Like, why would yeah. you rhyme weed with me? Just say me with free. Because he's trash, Ever. Yeah. <laughs> Drake is trash, dude. Um, and another one that I love that he actually, um, that the artist mentions is uh, Swiss Beats' his bit in oh, uh, yeah. So it, Appalled. Yeah. The little skip that he it. talks about. Yeah, they're like, it's like a tiny cut. Like, yeah. it, it's like they, it's like the, the guy like editing it together like got to there and then just clipped it slightly too close and he's like like he played it back and i guarantee he heard it and he was like oh, fuck it dude what i i'm done i'm done like he was like looking at his watch he's like man i'm tired dude i'm fuck this this works <laughs> well it, it, so did, uh, have you seen the clip where he explains that about that I th- uh the guy or swiss beats swiss beats, swiss beats. I think he just says like he doesn't know why it's in there. Yeah, he, he doesn't like, know why Kanye West left it in there or why he put it in there. He's like, there's a bit, there's a bit where he like I, I can't explain it. It's like at the beginning of the song, he it's like in between like it's his like lines. If, if, goes, if instead of a if, period, it's like if instead of a period you cut it off like right before the period happens, like in a sentence. You know yes. what I mean? Like if you were like saying like today I'm gonna go to the grocery store. Like you heard me cut it off, but like I still said store. You know what I mean? So it's like there's this yeah. like weird cut where like I said everything I was gonna say, but like I can still tell it's cut. <laughs> right, right, right. Like I'm gonna play it off my off my speaker. Like this is the only one I want to play, just because I I want people to sort of understand what I'm talking about about this little. Blip, blip. Yeah. Let me see if I let me see if it plays. Hold on. Right there, right? Yeah, right there. Put like, a finger like, in the air like, if you don't really care. Like, why'd you just just let him finish saying it? Like, yeah, or fix it. But 
But anyway, yeah. So I do think he says he. Yeah, for the longest time, I'm like, why doesn't he say food fight? But anyway, um, so um, my next one is a, a newer one, and I think one that maybe most people haven't heard, but one that I I miss. I miss put something here, but uh, it's Tia Tamara by Doja Cat, featuring Rico Nasty. Mm-hmm. Um, this is another one, just like just this is just like fucking like braggadocious like hip hop at its like most at its top. Shout out to ever supporting known uh, white supremacist ally Doja Cat. <laughs> she was showing feet in a racial chat. <laughs> So this one is produced by uh, Doja Cat herself and somebody uh, named Curtis McKenzie. Okay, um, before you switch to this, I'm just mm-hmm. going to go ahead and say this because I was so confused. So before you switched this just now while we were talking, this mm-hmm. shit said produced by Curtis McKenzie and a specific artist who we love. And I went and listened to that song because I was like, holy shit, she got him to produce a song. And I listened to it, and I was like, this does not sound like some shit he would make. I was like, I know he's on some other shit. And it was Kanye West. And I was like, I know Kanye West is on some other shit, but this don't sound like him at all. And so, like, when you change it just now, I was like, oh, that makes so much sense. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you listen to, uh, have you listened to uh, WTP by um, Tiana Taylor? That's a Kanye West produced one, and that's one where you're like, "Wait, Kanye West produced this?" I mean, okay. I haven't heard it, but I, yeah. I should. You like, well, don't listen to it around kids because the 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 ah. beat is like a very specific line. But anyway, you can listen to it after. But yeah, Tia Tamara, um, just another one where her voice. She's got a great rapping voice, like we mentioned before in previous episodes, that I think fits. Um, you know. Uh, like makes most of what is successful. You know what's funny? And, I wonder if the re- do you think Doja Cat's voice has some of the same quality Nicki Minaj's voice has, where she just kind of like does like this weird fucking thing with her voice to try and like match the song like Nicki does? Because I'm not crazy about Nicki Minaj's voice, and I don't like Doja Cat's voice either. But I feel like they mm-hmm. both kind of like turn it up over the notch, like whatever natural like accent or whatever they have. There's like mm-hmm. they go like almost like a white girl impression a little bit to me yeah. it's like i can't stand I, I mean, it i could see that but i i probably i don't see it any different than like kendrick's like robot voice or his alien voice it's yeah like but people like, climb the shit out of kendrick for his robot voice <laughs> <laughs> but uh but yeah but yeah doja cat before she canceled it herself uh, <laughs> you know I, and I stood by it and was like nah they're they're cool like they're like, cool bitch, right. why what are you doing like, you just have the number one song in the country why are you why are you messing with your money um but yeah this is great um, I love T, uh, not T, sorry, uh, Say So, that's another song that she has, she has, uh, um, so those two songs I really like, but, uh, but yeah, this one's my, I think my number f- three, yeah, my number three. Okay, so my number three, uh, I've been trying to go with what you choose and then find a way to make it work for my next choice, and this one worked perfectly, since you changed it from Kanye West to Doja Cat, mm. that's a wild thing to get mixed up, but, <laughs> <laughs> is there any scenario where, like, those two people? Uh, never mind. They both white supremacist allies. I figured it out <laughs> myself. Um, but uh, she produced that song, her own song. So I'm gonna mm-hmm. go with "Who Dat Boy," which Tyler the Creator is on with ASAP Rocky, and Tyler the Creator also produced it. Now I'm going to begin by saying that Tyler the Creator produces almost all of his own shit, um, which is either very good or very bad. Like. So, my example for very bad is going to get me some fucking heat. Like, people are not going to like this answer. 
which is that like J. Cole suffers so much because he does yes. all of his own producing. I was all just of say his that. shit yep. runs together and is so like slow and just like his shit could put me to sleep. Almost everything he produces is like I think I'm like gonna listen to this when it's time for me to go to bed. But like Tyler the Creator, and this may be because Tyler the Creator specifically, um, I don't like I don't know how close you've ever followed him, but like one of his constant things is that like he's like I don't like making rap music. I like making music. And he was like, so he does almost everything himself as far as instruments. Like he plays the piano. Like he, so most guys, most guys like put the drums together first and then put other stuff together around it. Tyler, the creator does the chords and chord progressions that he likes the sound of. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like retro fits, like whatever bit of drums or like stuff, sounds good to him and and when it goes bad for tyler creator is he does way too much like like he like gets too into it and it's way too intricate and it just kind of like sounds like mash almost um but in this song he nails it and uh, as someone who has like a very distinct producing sound and also was on both of our lists for best rap voices like it goes so well together like, the mm-hmm. song is so aggressive, and his voice is so aggressive, and even ASAP Rocky, who's, like, doesn't have that same kind of style, but, like, he's much more laid back, but, like, he still like kind of gives off the right vibe as he's rapping. It goes perfect. Like, that beat is so money to me. The first time I heard it when that album came out, I was like, this shit should be a single on the radio. And I think mm-hmm. it almost immediately was, like, after it came out. And it obviously wasn't a huge hit single because, for whatever reason, Tyler, the Creator, I think just because he's super fucking weird, um, like, never gets quite the mainstream play that I feel like he should. Mm-hmm. But um, that song was still a banger. And that beat, oh, like, carrying him and him doing it himself, uh, like, all together, I think, worked yeah. out. No, I completely agree when you were explaining, you know, it's a good and bad thing if somebody produces their own music, I was literally thinking J. Cole, because I think he does most of his. And I think whenever he comes out with a beat that I think is very unique or maybe different, like uh, G-O-M-D or um, ATM mm-hmm. off of his latest album, I'm like, who is this? And what have you done with Jermaine? Because <laughs> this is actually a lively beat, and it's something that sounds different, and it doesn't just kind of droll together. Um, dude, like that's I how I felt to... about uh, I think it was Sideline Story, like his first album with Mister Nice Watch. I love that song, and that song is so different from everything else on that album. Yeah, and the what's that other song? In, in uh, the the song with um, not Trey songs. Uh, and I'll look for it, but as I'm talking about it, but I, I like that album, dude. Like he always like he like says it's his, his least favorite album, or he doesn't talk about it. But like when I listen to it, like dude this is can't get enough with three songs like i'm like yes oh yeah this is the good shit like what are you talking about yeah uh like but whatever that's a j cole we'll, we'll yeah. shit on my j. Cole hot, later. yeah my hot take is j cole is the most average rapper alive and i don't understand why he's like did, he's not even bad he's just like he is the most to- five out of ten motherfucker i've ever heard i will say he has some good like the, the verse on um uh, 21 savages song yeah uh, yeah that uh, but he oh, yo a also, lot that one, yeah also king king of the worst rap lines i've ever heard in my life <laughs> bro he says uh he's talking about a girl sucking his dick and i can't remember the, the line 
like before he's like so big it's like a foot is in her mouth oh yeah bro <laughs> it's planes it's planes <laughs> like get the fuck out of here dude your shit is terrible you think you the shit but you can't out fart me then he's the worst dude <laughs> but uh did you listen to for your eyes only because i did and i don't remember a single thing about it i is that the one with g-o-m-d no, that was uh, 2014. Was it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Four Your Eyes Only is the album. Like the, the cover was like orange and purple, and he's in like regal garb. I think kind of on the front. So. No, that's kids. Okay. It's kids. K O D. That's like kids on drugs or kids off drugs. Or okay, that's that's what I was thinking of. Yeah, but no, yeah, this exactly. It's an album that came out. Is it's like black and white, and his back is to the the camera. And nobody remembers. Oh yeah, no fuck! It. I don't remember that at all. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, I liked I liked ATM. I, I did like ATM a lot, but it's because it sounds so unlike everything else. Right. So um, sorry. What were we talking about? <laughs> <Beats. J. Cole. laughs> fuck J Cole. But we're talking about favorite beats. Um, <laughs> I said Tyler the Creator. So Keep disappointing got... Nas. <laughs> Yo, exactly. Fuck Nas. <laughs> All right, so you're. I think you're on your last two. We, we yeah, should yeah. probably so, speed through these because we're yeah we're at yeah we're, we're like we're taking our sweet time with this one. But we'll yeah we'll speed through this one. So uh, four, um, devil in a new, in a new dress, which is gonna come up all the <laughs> yeah, time. That's like because, one of your top songs of all time. I'm pretty sure. I feel like it comes up in it. every list. Yes, best guest versus best. <laughs> it's gonna come up in best samples in a few weeks. <laughs> it's you know on the best album of all time for me. Um, best lines. Uh, it's just, mwah, it is perfect. And it, funny enough, it is the only song on my beautiful twisted, my my beautiful dark twisted fantasy that isn't produced by by, by Kanye West. It's produced I, by. I saw that and I was like, I thought Kanye produced everything on this album. <laughs> that's the one song, and it's produced by Bink and Mike Dean. And Mike Dean does like the, the, the guitar solo in the middle. Right. Um, Shout out to Bink. I don't know who the fuck he is. Don't feel like I've yeah, ever heard it, him. How do, yeah. How do you come out with that song and no one knows you oh, for the rest? Oh. I think I remember now. No, that was Runaway. Never mind. Never mind. But um, there is a... So yeah, so it's a, it's a, it samples a 1960s Smokey Robinson song uh, called Will You Love Me Tomorrow? And if you love listen to that song, Will You Love Me Tomorrow by Smokey Robinson, you'll hear like, you know, some of the lines, but just the way that they're put together, man, like... Like the, that song starts and it's just like, mm, you're on. And then, of course, you have the middle guitar solo, and then you hear, and then Rick Ross comes in and lays it down. So, like yeah, Devil in New Jersey. Barrel Dress. thrown by Donkey Kong. <laughs> oh my god, it, it is it is like one of the it's like one of those giant fucking bullets from Super Mario World. Yeah, face. That's the thing. It's like when he got like. Like you said, Nicki Minaj's like MonsterVerse to you was like a neon nuclear bomb. Like yeah, his his shit when he's going so hard feels like Crash Bandicoot when you're running away from the giant rolling boulder. <laughs> like his shit is always just like super heavy, and you're just like, God damn! Like, <laughs> <laughs> it is like having like Beats headphones all the way to the top during an earthquake. <laughs> Yo, exactly. It is like being on a Ferris wheel that's been like unhinged and it's just going rolling down the, the street. Wheel. Yeah, like uh, um, but um, but yeah. So that's my number four, and then we'll right. go to yours, and then we'll we'll wrap it up. All right. So uh, my number four. All right. So are we stopping at four? Uh, we can no, we can do five, All and right, then I'm gonna make I'm gonna make do... my four super quick, and then my last my five will be a, a quick one also. But I'm gonna get into it a little bit. 
Yeah, do, yeah is year five going to be the controversy? Yeah. Yeah, okay. 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 And and there's not much to talk about, but it's still a little bit, so I'm going to put that at the end. Lucifer. Lucifer by Jay-Z has is another one where it just opens so on point and money and ready to go. Um, and it's also got a classic sample, um, which from Chase the Devil by Max Romeo. Um, uh, but it's just a banger. Like, that's all. Like, he flows great on it. Um, Jay-Z is kind of prone to just, like, not matching the energy of the song. And that, as great as Jay-Z is, it's just a thing I've noticed on, like, some... Like, if you don't give him a beat that's super straightforward, sometimes he just, like, it doesn't fit right. Like, it just doesn't happen. The magic's not there. Mm. But, like, the magic is 100% there on that one. Yeah. I haven't listened to this one. Do you know what album it's on? Uh, It's on the Black Album, I believe. The Black Album. Uh, okay. See, you so should like definitely that check one's... it out. It's produced by Kanye West. You know what? Somebody was... I think somebody... It came up recently, because I think it might have been an anniversary... But I, I do want to get it. Um, I bet what I've been trying to do is that, um, you know, growing up, I just got songs sort of on, as one-offs. Right. Because I, uh, you know, uh, I illegally downloaded them. <laughs> From looking at LimeWire. LimeWire. Shout out to LimeWire, the god. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Lucifer featuring Eminem, featuring Jay-Z, featuring Kanye West, featuring Lil Wayne, featuring, you know. Yeah. Um, and, it, yo, I have the funniest story about illegally downloading a song that we'll have to wait till next week because we're running on time. But, yeah. like, I, I'm going to hit that, so I need to try and remember that. Yeah, we can talk about that next week because I have some stories as well. But, but uh what I was going to say is that, you know, I just sort of know, like, one or two, th- one, two or three f- songs from, like, a big, important album. So, from the Black album, I know Dirt Off Your Shoulder and 99 Problems, but I don't really know the rest of it. And so, what right. I'm doing now is that I'm buying vinyls, and that allows me to sort of have to listen to all of it all the way through. So, that happened with me with the Blueprint, where I sort of knew my next, you know, this would be a, a nice... Um, segway. Segway. It'll be my next song, but it had that one and, like, a few other ones, but it helped me sort of... You know, fill in the gaps and 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 listen to other ones. Um, so I I'm, I want to get the black album soon so that I can listen to all of it and sort of get the songs that are maybe you know deeper cuts than than the popular ones. Yeah, Lucifer's a banger, dude. It's 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 fucking intense. So yeah. All and, right, what's uh, your last one? My last one is a Jay Z song. So we've had three Jay Z songs here, um, and this one is also produced by Kanye West, and it's a 1980s uh, White Snake sample. And it is Heart of the City, Ain't No Love. Mm-hmm. Um, and this one, I think, is another one. Classic. It's like, this one, I think, is probably the smoothest one yeah. out of all of mine that is, like, not as hard in terms of a bass. It's just, like, it just sounds so good. And you have, you hear that, like, that um, that guitar, right? There's, mm-hmm. like, a little bit of a guitar that Kanye West puts in there. Right. And it just fits so well. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, that's my last one. All right, so my last one that has a little bit of controversy is... Uproar by Lil Wayne. Fuck that. I, before I'd ever heard this song, I, my dad listens to hip-hop, and this is an older song, and it, it's got Craig Mack, who is the person who who held P. Diddy above water until P. Diddy found, uh, until P. Diddy found uh, Biggie Smalls. Um, so, like, my dad was always a big Craig Mack fan. Um, but then, like, Craig Mack never really got the shine he deserved because once... Once P. Diddy found Biggie, he was like, cool, this is where all my attention's going, clearly. Um, so, but anyways, it's special delivery, um, specifically Wait, oh, the oh, remix. Oh. Hold on, before you, you talking about Biggie reminded me, there was a tweet, have you seen that tweet that says, um, how come Biggie, Biggie Smalls was so horny that he asked his people not to shoot up a club? Or something? Oh, yeah. 
Wait. But also, Biggie was so horny that you hear him get an actual blowjob at the beginning of one song. Um, and it's fucking <laughs> gross sounding, dude. Because he's so fat. You hear him like clearing his throat so he can breathe. Oh, it's terrible, dude. Um, so, anyways, Aww. but yeah. So, Special Delivery Remix has the exact... I don't have the year it came out because I'm always underprepared. Um, but it came out way before Uproar came out, which came out with the Carter 5, I think. Eh. Um, but anyways, Uproar came out, and when I first heard it, I was like, this is the fucking Special Delivery beat. Like, the instant I heard it, I was like, this is the Special Delivery beat. And the Special Delivery beat mm-hmm. is super simple, but and it's like one of those that I would almost hesitate to even say belongs on this list because nothing about the beat is like sticks out but for me I feel like there has to be something to it because you've got on that on the remix you've got G Depp um Ghostface Killer uh Craig Mack and Keith Murray who all rap wildly different I, they're they're so not alike and every single one of them flows on that shit so perfect and, and so like i don't know if it's just because it is minimalist you know what i mean and, and so like mm-hmm. everyone's able to just do what they want with it um but anyways that is produced by i'm not sure how to pronounce it but i'm gonna say as lp um and uproar by little wayne which sounds the exact same he was not credited on it at all and swiss beats has credit for that beat and, and like the moment I, you go, oh, the world is about to change. Oh, everybody stand up. Oh, yo, oh. Swiss Beats is the worst for drop. Yo, uh, there's a guy called Big Ghost who used to have this fucking uh, blog that he did. Now he actually produces, but he used to have this blog where he constantly made fun of like soft rappers. And he mm-hmm. always did it. He typed out like he was speaking as Ghostface Killer, and he fucking nailed it. Like his typing is identical to how you would imagine Ghostface Killer talking. Mm-hmm. And he was like, "Swizz Beats is always on it. Like Swizz Beats can make the most immaculate beat, but will decide that he has to come onto a microphone and drop the biggest struggle bomb of a verse <laughs> ever." And struggle bomb killed me, dude. Because all every time he gets in front of a mic, dude, it is legitimately a struggle bomb but anyways he has credit for that beat it's just the special delivery beat it that's all it is it's just the special delivery beat Except with his stupid yeah with swiss beats say like fucking whatever like in the, the world <laughs> atlanta doesn't know what's coming to him <laughs> Lil Wayne, talk to him hey yeah it's exactly like, right but yeah should so, we, does that mean that show paul should be even better song because it actually makes J- swiss beats not sound like shit <laughs> <laughs> yo it should that song should get extra fucking credit dude and <laughs> Real quick, my last thing I want to say is about Special Delivery as one of my favorite lines about one of my, about the best piece of jewelry ever. And we can talk about this in a podcast, but Ghostface Killer says Wonder Woman arms. And he's clearly talking about his fucking bracelet with the giant gold eagle on it, dude. Have you ever, <laughs> have you seen it? Uh-uh, uh-uh. Oh my yeah, God. Let me look Just it up. Google Ghostface and I promise you're going to see him with this giant fucking bangle on his like left arm with a giant golden hawk wings in the air dude or it, it's an eagle oh, I, I see it now yeah it's, know, it's like... huge it's the best piece of jewelry dude when you were it's saying that I thought, I thought you meant like i thought you meant like it, it had an eagle like 
it was like laid engraved. Down. No, this eagle is like a statue. Yeah, it it's, like a, it's a, statue. a statue on his wrist, and he wears it legitimately, dude. That He's is, kissing it in this one. That is better than any chain by any rapper. I don't care. There's one with him pulling it out like it's a laser beam, and he's wearing a Mike Vick jersey from Atlanta. Yo, and it might be the greatest picture of all time. <laughs> yo, could you imagine anything more intimidating, dude? Uh, also, bro, all oh, the levels, dude. For Instagram, when you drop this episode, the picture of the animal needs to be the golden eagle, dude. It has to be just, the golden just, eagle the, the from this fucking, fucking yes, dude. It has to be. All right, so but yeah, that beat specifically is like, like I said, it's very minimalist, but everyone flows on it, so I assume it's good. But then Swiss Beats dropped a fucking struggle bomb on it, and then got credit for it, even though it's the same thing. So that's mm-hmm. that's it. Um, all right, so we're done with favorite rap beats. If you're not a rap fan, fuck you, dude. We're still talking. We talked about it for like. 45 minutes. 40 minutes. I'm sorry, <laughs> but hopefully we gave you some knowledge and, and you know, hopefully you'll listen to some of these songs. Yeah, absolutely. Um, um, uh, so let's let's speed through these next couple of things because I'm tired of not hitting all the topics that I list at the beginning. Um, so Washington Redskins are changing the name after fucking everybody and their mother was like, I think we're going to pull out support. Like, like the minority owners wanted out. Dude, FedEx, FedEx wanted out. out. They're like, uh, we really need to change this. And fucking Dan Snyder is still fucking dragging his feet on this. And I saw the most ignorant stat I've ever seen in my life, which is that the Washington Redskins are the fifth most valuable NFL franchise. And I can't fucking believe it because that team is such fucking ass cheeks, dude. <laughs> it's all about like the location, like the Knicks, you know, who haven't been, you know, in the finals since I think like mid 90s. They're like number one, right? Or number one or number two always in the NBA thing. I think it's all about the city you're in and I guess just like your history. Um, Maybe he's cutting the shit out of costs and he like feeds people like old shitty beer in the stands or something. Yeah, maybe. I wish you could see how far my head dropped when you brought up the Knicks. (laughs) Like, I was like, oh, I'm a Knicks fan and we are bad. (laughs) (laughs) We are Um, worse than the Redskins have ever been. The Knicks are worse as a franchise than any... The Cubs didn't win a World Series for over 100 years, and the Knicks are still worse than the Cubs ever were. The Detroit Lions and the see, Cleveland think... Browns all went o- or both went 0-16 in a season, and the Knicks are worse than either of those teams ever were. And I think the, the thing with the Knicks is that it is the biggest discrepancy in terms of uh, impact on the league compared to success. Oh, right? dude, exactly. Like... Every year you're like... Sorry, every year I'm, because I'm a Knicks fan, and I'm like, dude, if we get Zion, dude, this whole fucking league is about to be so lit. Like, can you imagine Zion being the man in New York just fucking dunking on people's heads? Like, when when we were talking about when LeBron was making the decision, dude, the Knicks were, like, in the top three, and I don't Mm -hmm. think we were ever actually in the top three, but we were just strung along like we were, dude. I was like, oh, can you imagine LeBron comes to the Big Apple and out here dunking on people's heads? Like, with Amari Stoudemire, and instead we got fucking Carmelo. Dude, Carmelo is nowhere close to LeBron, but because he was in New York and good, like, that was a super hype period. New York mm-hmm. made Lynn Sanity a thing. There's nowhere else Lynn Sanity would have been a thing if not New York. Right. Damn. And we're so uh, fucking bad. Sorry, Red so bad. <laughs> and then, yeah. I know. I played with them on 2K the other night. Oh, they they're bad, dude. <laughs> I was like, what is... Fucking R.J. Barrett's left-handed? What is this? What is going on? I wonder if the game keeps you from dribbling with the right hand like R.J. Barrett in real life. Um, Probably. 
but uh, but yeah, so they changed the name, and it was funny because on the, you know when they announced that they were going to change the name, they put out like a press release, and, and so they're like, you know, the Washington team has decided to change their name, but they literally put that word like six or seven times around. They were like www.redskins.com. The uh, you know, at Redskins, the papers and like Washington Redskins with well, the, the logo. Washington Redskins football team. You know the the football. You know in. And then, like, it's, like, and then they have the big, that big racist logo right at the top. And he's, like, wait, did you just do, like, one for the road? Like, somebody on Twitter was, like, they just did a, let me just get one for the road real quick before I go. Yeah. What kills me is that, like, also, like, so many people are so upset about name changes. And the thing I've never understood is, like, who gives a shit? Like, I'm going to be a Cowboys fan even if they legitimately change the name to Cowgirls. Like I'm, it, it's just my team, you know what I mean? Like I'm right. going to root for that team. Like yeah, they could be like the the Dallas. I don't know what else does Dallas Fuck. have. The Dallas Tacos. I'd be like, yeah, sure. The <laughs> Dallas, the Dallas Skyline. I'd be like, cool. Buildings are cool. You know? <laughs> yo, like, yo, fuck it, dude. Let's go. Like exactly. Why? Why are you so attached to Redskin? It's not even cool. Right. Like, At least the, like the Washington... Chicago Blackhawks like sounds cool. You know right. what I mean? But, like, this doesn't... The, because, at least the Atlanta Braves sounds like the word brave could, is a positive word. You know what I mean? Or you could retroactively change it. Like, the Warriors used to be, I think, a Native American thing as well, the, the Golden State Warriors. But then they're just like, well, let's let's veer away from that and veer more toward, like, these Power Ranger-looking things on our logo. Right. If you remember you're that not, on our logo. You're not readopting the phrase Redskins. That- <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. There's, like, at least the other ones, you know, you can change them or you can, you know adapt them a little bit uh, i think syracuse used to be the orange men which i think was also we're still, a Native american thing. i think we're still we're the orange but i feel like there still might be i think sometimes they're called orange men but like mm-hmm. we changed our logo to like a little right. orange like a little <laughs> orange or you know it's they're the orange it's yeah. like uh, the heat there it's like one word that means like a wave right, right. like the wave um but uh, yeah, they changed their names, and and like I, I'm, I'm the I'm the same. I don't I don't get why people are so angry at them at them changing it. Um, maybe they I don't know. People are afraid of change sometimes. Yeah. But this this one is so explicitly like right, right. Like and people like, are like, oh, they're gonna come for the Braves next or whatever. But it's just like I don't. Here's the deal. First of all, like, do I think the Braves is so bad that like it needs to be changed? No, the tomahawk chop is a little. Eh. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, like, do I think it needs to be changed? No. But, like, who cares if they do? Like, are you suddenly right. no longer an Atlanta fan? Right. Like, who cares? Exactly. Yeah. I'll change it to, yeah. But, and did you see, that there wasn't, I think like somebody tweeted out or they had an article about how a guy in Arlington, yes, uh, Virginia, he, he he trademarked all the like names. 46 <laughs> different fucking Washington <laughs> names, dude. Dude, fuck I the think, Redskins. They're so bad. The, the funniest one was, like, the, he... Uh, somebody, he, I think one of them was the Washington Radskins. In case went to, you know, hang loose yeah. <laughs> in the DMV. <laughs> uh. But yeah, he took all of them. He took like Red Pandas, uh, Red... Um, the Red Tails? The, the um, Red Tails, yeah. There was the, one the, that the was like the Red, red tails. tails, like something with another word that was like a different one. So like, even if they tried to get around it by combining them, like he caught that one too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, that's funny. I don't think it'll hold up, but it's just funny that yeah. they were probably like, all right, just find this one. And they're like, oh, sir, it's taken. Uh, Joe Smith took <laughs> have it. Tried, have you tried the Radskins yet? And they're like, damn it, that one's taken too. <laughs> that one's taken too. This son of a bitch is too clever. <laughs> Get him in this office. He'll come up with a new name. 
Um, I really don't know what would fit, you know. But sometimes, you know, you, you sort I do of think try the to think red tails is a good one. Like I, I think red tails would be a good one. Um, I, I but sometimes you know it, it doesn't even fit really. Like right, the, like the Carolina Panthers, the Las Vegas like, Golden no, Knights. Yeah, there's no Panthers here. The Wizards in Washington, like there's no Wizards there. There's like, no Wizards anywhere. <laughs> right, and then the 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 right here, right. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, they should have. Tennessee has all the wizards. Well, they have the grand wizards. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> <laughs> but oh, uh, no. like the Toronto Raptors, they just named that because Jurassic Park was a big movie in the nineties. Like that's <laughs> literally why they named them the Raptors. Um, My man said the Tennessee so, grand wizards. So it, <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't quite. I mean, sometimes like they like for them to fit, like right, the Ravens, because Edgar. Because Edgar Allan Poe was from Baltimore. But, like, yeah. they don't need to. Like, you could literally be just the Washington yeah, Hawks. Like the New Orleans or Pelicans. Yeah. Like some, the some, Utah some, some Jazz. You could not come up with a less jazz city than Utah. Yeah. I Yeah. That's one where I'm like, why didn't you change the names? The Lakers. <laughs> of all the majestic lakes in L.A. Yeah. You know, they, after they switch, I can't believe they didn't change them. But, yeah. Like, sometimes it fits. Sometimes it doesn't. But, you know, it is what it is. But I, I, I think um, I am interested to see what the new name is and, and you know. What they what they end up changing it to, um, and uh, just to, to we can segue real quick, you know, keeping it in the NFC East, um, Dak signed his one year no no long term for Dak. We mentioned this in a couple episodes ago. Yeah. He signed his tender, right? Signed his tender, uh, thirty one million for this year. Yeah. That's it. Then next year he can if they tag him again next year he'll get thirty seven million. Yeah. Um, I I don't think Dak Prescott is going to be a cowboy. Like have you, going forward, long term. I I think this is very touchy because it could either go. I think Drew Brees played on a tag, so it could go Drew Brees's way, you know, mm-hmm. where he gets them money, or this could end up being like Kirk Cousins two point right? Where we tag him again, and then he's gone in like two years. I think I think that's probably what we're gonna get. I I, yeah. I think I'm leaning more towards the Kirk Cousins deal because I do think that I do think that we're a little skeptical of like just how good he is um and, and i think you know i i think you're hesitant to give him a big deal because you're not sure if he's actually that good and then i think like once you franchise tag someone like you you're kind of burning a bridge a little bit you know what i mean <laughs> like, yeah so yeah no yeah yeah i mean you know julie i i don't remember many tags i think tags you know that they're, they're most of the time they're given to just sort of me, you know, mid to high level players, but or when they're, they're high to level, big level, it's always like we want you for one more year, but we're not keeping you long term. Like, like, yeah, we need to find another option, but you're still the best one we got right now. So franchise tag. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, anytime that they're given to like a mid tier guy, I'm always like, like a Devin McCourty or something, right? I'm like, okay, that makes sense, and they, they usually stay. But when they're given to like the big guys, they usually don't last. Like, I always remember Julius Peppers getting it twice when he was in, yeah. in at, with the Panthers and, he and then he was so going mad. to the Bears. <laughs> Um, but, uh, so yeah. speaking of bears, we're going to talk about the Madden ratings and one of my biggest confusions with the Madden ratings and maybe I just didn't watch enough football is the fact that Khalil Mack is a 97 and JJ Watts a 98. Look, I know JJ Watts great, but like, I just feel Has like he's been hurt. Right. Right. Like I, I could be wrong. Maybe I'm not watching enough football, but like. I don't think J.J. Watt's doing better than Khalil Mack at that age. Dude, no way. Mm-hmm. So that's that was one where I was like, I disagree completely with this list yeah. instantly. 
the one that I disagreed with right off the bat isn't really one player's ranking. It's the running back rankings. Um, so, you know, I'll just give you the rundown of the top five running backs. Okay. Are you so okay can... with Christian McCaffrey being 99, though? I feel like that's yes. a dead... Yeah, yeah okay. I think that, yeah. I mean, the man put his team, put the whole Panthers on his back. Right. Like, who... I mean, I know that they had... Um... <laughs> I know they didn't do great, but he still got them everything they got. <laughs> like, like, literally, like, who... Their one wide receiver is um, the guy, DJ Moore. And he was solid. I had him in my fantasy. He had, like, a 1,000 yards. But the man played with Kyle Allen. Like, Kyle Allen, you know? It's like that, you know, you remember that Chappelle show skit where he goes, the man made Thriller. (laughs) Yeah. Thriller. It's like that. It's like, the man played with Kyle Allen. (laughs) Kyle Allen. And so he's a 99, and he was one last year, and I'm okay with that. Um, And then 93, or number two is Derrick Henry at 93. Zeke at 92, uh, Nick Chubb 92, and then Dalvin Cook 91. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to include in there Saquon Barkley at 91. Okay. So those are the six. What I was like, wait, what? Was the fact that there are six points between Derrick Henry and McCaffrey. Like, dude, like, Derrick Henry, I don't think people realize how much of a beast he was in the back half of last season. Like, like all time in terms of over the course of a few games, like, level rushing, right? right. And he's a 93. Like, this man should be, like... I don't know if 98. But nah, I, I would put him uh, 95 or 96. Like, I, I think, uh, like, he's good, but, like, I do think there is a very noticeable gap between Christian McCaffrey and Derrick Henry on what they can do for your team. Right. Okay, yeah. I mean, if you're talking about, like, pass catching, maybe that's why he was brought down because maybe his pass catching isn't as... Quite as good. Yeah, yeah. like, McCaffrey's catching is 82 and Henry's is 62. And also, I... It's this is always a shitty argument because it's what's you know like it, it's just a what if but like what would Christian McCaffrey do on a team with like a good line and like even a remotely respectable quarterback mm-hmm. or just a respectable offense in general like I don't know what the Panthers have that's any good like they have right, one good like, receiver in Christian McCaffrey their, their other receivers are not good I don't think their line's good their tight end is good Greg Olson except for always hurt and now retired. Like, yeah. just like, I don't know what you guys have going for you. Christian McCaffrey still looks like a superstar. Yeah. Did they sign Eric Ebron? I'll look it up. But anyway, yeah, I know I know what you mean. And I, it always bums me out when you see guys that are like, you know, could, like pretty much like could be like all-time players yeah. on shit teams. Like like I was mentioning, you know, a couple episodes ago, I mentioned Chris Johnson and he was on the, the Titans. Yeah. And it's like, God, like, if you had just been, like, a good team, man. Like, God, like, damn it. Or, um... Or Barry Sanders. Barry Sanders. Calvin Johnson. Or Calvin Johnson. Or uh, Larry Fitzgerald for most of his career, you know? Like... Right. If he had just had, like, a consistent person, consistent team around him. You know but who I we're think, going uh, to yeah. that with right now? And and, slight, and a little bit previously is uh, DeAndre Hopkins and, and Andre Johnson. Both for the yes. Texans. Like, I think Andre Johnson more. Yeah. Under, uh, DeAndre got lucky and got Deshaun, Deshaun Watson, Watson yeah. in the last few years. So, so but I, yes, he Andre may get Johnson. revitalized, but up until recently, it was definitely like a, a same situation where you're like, Jesus, could DeAndre Hopkins get somebody fucking decent? But now he's got Deshaun Watson, you're right, so he, he'll probably be all right. But Andre Johnson, like, Andre Johnson's best quarterback is like Matt Schaub. Like, fuck out of here, dude. Yeah, like, um, but yeah, so that that's sort of what I got. Like, like that was the first thing. I was like, six gaps between the number one and number two because I think everybody else is pretty, like, pretty close. Um, 
pretty close, yeah. I will say um, at first I was like Zeke is ninety two and Nick Chubb is ninety two, and I was like that can't be right. But then I was like Nick Chubb was balling out for me in fantasy last year, so mm-hmm. <laughs> that's kind of how you keep up with most of the guys. Yeah, you're like exactly. Nick Chubb was like that. I mean, okay. yeah. You're, you're, and the way you view the Madden ratings is how much that dude either came in clutch for you or dusted you. Like mm-hmm. like how much you, how devastated you were when he was on the other team, and You're by like, that I'm metric, really... Christian McCaffrey should be a ninety nine, and everyone else should be an eighty because that was the most awful thing is when you had to match up against Christian McCaffrey. Like, well, cool, that dude has thirty five points. Like, <laughs> yes. like, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, and um, yeah, uh, the next, I do want to say like I don't think all of the rankings out are out by the time we're recording this. I don't, I don't think uh, wide receivers is out. Um, but quarterbacks is, and of course, you know Patrick Mahomes is ninety nine. Yeah. Um, have you have you seen the quarterback one? Do you want, do you want to try and guess the top five? Um. All right, hold on. Top five. I I haven't looked at it. I knew Patrick Mahomes is a ninety nine. So okay. top five, Mahomes. Okay. So I'm gonna give you that, and then I'll give you their ranking, their uh, overall, and then see if you get it. Next one is ninety seven. Ninety seven. Uh, ninety seven overall. Um, fucking. Lamar Jackson? Mm, no. Uh, Ninety-seven, not ding, Patrick ding, Mahomes. Ding, 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 I got no idea. It's Russell Wilson. Okay, okay, that's fair. That's mm. fair. And then next up is ninety-four. All right, that's Lamar Jackson. Yep. Yep. Okay. And then uh, number four is ninety-three. Deshaun Watson. Nope, Drew Brees. They still have him at 93. Drew Brees. Yep, yep. And then, I was, uh, I was going to bat for Drew Brees in the episode we were talking about Dak Prescott because I was like, no, nah, he's actually still pretty good, but that seems mm-hmm. like a stretch. Yeah, wait, who did you say just now? Deshaun, Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Oh, he's 86. And then uh, the last one in the top five is 90. 90. Uh, Aaron, uh, Aaron Rodgers? Tom Brady. Tom, Tom Brady. Brady. Tom Brady, dude. Tom Brady, the man who had the same stats pretty much as, uh, or the same QBR as Jameis Winston. Get the fuck out of here, dude. <laughs> There's no way. Yeah, and then, yeah, so, and then I think Aaron Rodgers, that next up is Aaron Rodgers at 89, which I think is kind of low. But, uh, yeah, that does seem a little, a little low. But again, he didn't have a great year last year, and, you know, this could be the beginning of the fall. Um, so I, that one seems low, but I feel like I, don't hate it, if that makes sense. What the fuck? They don't have Winston? What the hell is this? <laughs> Where's Ryan Fitzpatrick? Um. I think they just have starters. They have, like, randos on here. Like, they have Jalen Hurts, but they don't have Winston? That's... Alright. <laughs> Who is Cole McDonald? <laughs> oh! Whatever. The fucking suck. <laughs> Um, but, uh, but yeah, so th- those are the ones that we have so far. Aaron Donald, I think this is the third time in a row he's been 99, which I think makes total sense. Um, I think that's, that's what they have. So far. Stephon Gilmore, defensive player of the year. He's a 99. That's fair. Um, yeah. Apparently he had the, the stat that, uh, ESPN had today was that he had more touchdowns than he had touchdowns scored on him. He had Damn. two touchdowns and he had one touchdown scored on him. Damn. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, I th- I think we hit everything. Yeah. So I think yeah I think we, I think we got everything. Oh wait, do you have do you have like f- five more minutes? Fuck it, let's go. Do, do you want to talk about just your overall thoughts on Madden? Like, what do you think oh, about it? Okay, so my biggest thing with Madden is that I think it sucks, and 
I think it is both benefiting and suffering from what 2K had for a while, um, which is that EA has exclusive rights to the NFL. So Mm -hmm. no other game company can make an NFL game. And what I think that's caused to happen is that Madden has just basically been like, we can put out whatever the fuck we want. Like, we don't have to put any effort into it. We don't have to do anything people want because if they want to play a football game, this is the only one. Um, Mm -hmm. And that's kind of what 2K had because at first it was NBA Live. And then 2K came out while NBA Live was big. And 2K, like, stormed through and all of a sudden was, like, the better basketball game. And then NBA Live got to the point where they were putting out shit and that shit looked like it was a whole generation behind. Like, like... NBA 2K came out, and you're like, this is the best 360-looking game ever. And then fucking NBA Life came out, and you're like, this is, I'm pretty sure, a fucking ColecoVision fucking, like, game. What the fuck is this? And Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. then, like, NBA Life stopped putting games out. They're like, we're not making enough money. We suck at them, clearly, and blah, blah, blah. And then 2K, I think, kind of rested on its laurels, um, where it's like, we're the only game that people care about, so we're kind of holding back. NBA Live's coming back a little bit. I don't know if it's going to do enough, but, like, I think maybe that'll push 2K to start taking yeah, it more keep, seriously. Keep them, keeps them honest. Keeps them on the Right, but that's what Madden doesn't have at all. Like, we're the only ones yeah. that can make it. If you want it, we have it. doesn't matter how good or bad it is. Yeah. No, yeah, I feel the exact same way. I think I would never buy a Madden game, like, right when it comes out, ever, 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 ever. And for the longest time, what my deal was, whenever, like, a new game would come out, I would literally go that same day that it came out to GameStop and get the one that was two years older. So if it was, like, 2K15 or uh, Madden 2015, mm-hmm. I would literally go to the store that came out and be like, I'd like Madden 13, please. <laughs> and it was actually kind of funny because I remember one time I went and it was, like, the day it came out or the day after. And I go up and I'm like, hi, yes, do you have a copy of Madden 13 or Madden 14 or whatever? And the guy goes well, we have, like, Madden 16. Is that the one you want? The new one? And I was, I literally went, no, I want the old one, the one that's literally two years old and $5, please. Because <laughs> it's the I same mean, fucking game. It's the exact same game. Like, maybe, the, I mean. Some the, guy online has probably made the 2016 rosters and put them on 2014. Like, Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I think I'd never buy Madden straight up. It's a scam. And. It's a fraud, um, it's a fraud, it's a fraud. <laughs> exactly uh it's it's terrible the soundtracks are good though yeah um, uh, to me madden soundtracks are always the most weird like it's always like like country music rock songs and rap like and they try and package it all together because football is one of the things that like everyone's kind of into you know what I mean? uh, like every demographic so yeah. like you'll be listening to fucking like just like big green tractor and then fucking like the next song that gonna come on is gonna be like lincoln park and then after that, you're going to get, like, too short. Blow the whistle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, too short. Yeah, yeah. We're going to get, uh, what's his name? Um, E-40. You play men. Have you seen that, that tweet that says he raps like he's got a mouth full of jello? <laughs> <laughs> he does. Uh, but, yeah, yeah, Madden, it's funny that we spent so much time talking about it because I, I think um, <clears throat> it's it's not great. But, I mean, I'll play anybody at any time just because it is fun. Yeah. And if you want a good laugh, just Google, like, Madden glitches on YouTube because some of those shits are so funny because yeah. that game messes up Bro, so much. The best ones are always, like, because I am just competitive by nature generally. So, like, in a game, 
I would be so frustrated. But you see the ones where it's like the dude runs the ball and there's like a pile of people and like the defender like uses like switches like three times to do a tackle in this pile. So like they're all the tackles are landing and then all of a sudden the dude's body just like goes horizontal and then just fucking lands on its feet outside and just runs oh, for yeah, a touchdown. Just... And I was like, I can't imagine how fucking mad I would be. Like, if that was any sort of, like, if that was me and any of my friends, dude, I would be furious. I would like... destroy the fucking controller. controller dude. Yeah, dude. exactly. Dude, I have been on the, I've been on both ends of, like, a heartbreaking man, like, loss. That was just, like, complete bullshit. And I'll give these and then we'll wrap it up. Um, these stories real quick. Uh, the first one was I was playing um, our friend Sean, who I mentioned we've mentioned before in a podcast. Sean duffs the shit out of me, and like I think I was able to hold my weight in the NCAA football game, but Sean uh-huh. duffs the fuck out of me every single time we play Madden, and I duff him every time we play 2K. It was so disheartening. <laughs> like after, balance yeah, every time he dropped like sixty on me, and I got like ten in Madden, I was like, all right, let's play some 2K, buddy. Like, I need to get these shots off. <laughs> but uh, I was playing him in high school, and uh, he was the Chargers, and I forget who I was. But anyway, so at the beginning of the fourth quarter, I'm down two touchdowns, right? Mm-hmm. But I have the ball, and then I score early, so it's 21-7. to I remember the score because this moment is imprinted in my brain. So I score, make it 21-14, and then he gets the ball back. He drives a little bit, but I hold him. I get the ball back. I drive down. I, I score. So it's 21-20 with like 10 seconds to go. And I'm like, yeah, overtime. Let's go. Like two touchdowns, you know, in the fourth. Like, you know, mm-hmm. fuck yeah. I'm about to you know, talking, get to win in overtime. Talking shit like DeAngelo uh, yeah. Hall. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk about the hand, nude hand. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I, I literally, and so I'm like very carefully like doing, you know, the little right stick, you know, down and up, mm-hmm. right? So very carefully do it. I'm like, all right, don't fuck this up. <laughs> I do it exactly. And the line goes perfectly. He lines up to kick it. The dude on the defensive line comes around the edge and blocks it. <laughs> when do they ever block the, the, the extra kick? When Sean Never. Johnson plays, dude, it's always some more shit when he's playing. <laughs> it's, I was like, what the fuck? And I lost 21 to, uh, 21 to 20. And I was like, what the shit? What's that? And what I know hell? Sean was so lit after he did it. Dude. No, he, dude, he was. He did that thing where he was like, oh, oh. He just kind of like <laughs> laughed to himself like in, like in the chair. Like, God damn it. <laughs> And then the other story was me and my friend Zach. We were playing in college, and same thing. We were about to go into overtime. I was the Falcons, and I forget who he was. And I was at my own thirty, and so he's like, "It was like ten seconds to go. I didn't have any timeouts going into overtime." And he's like, "Are you gonna do a hail mary?" And I was like, "No, I'm not gonna do a hail mary, but I'll just do like a a Roddy White streak, right?" Yeah. And so I run that, and I almost get sacked. I escape, and I just launch it, and the guy is all over Roddy White. <laughs> And, dude, literally, he does, like, in the back of the end zone, like, over the shoulder, just like... Like the Odell uh, catch? Basket. <laughs> yeah, like a basket catch, like, tippy-toe in the back oh, of the yeah. end zone. And, he, dude, he was so pissed. He's like, this fucking bullshit, fucking bullshit. And you're like, and, like you're right, the but it doesn't fucking matter. You I was like, yeah, dumb. dude, you're so fucking right. This, is, this fucking game is broken. This game sucks. That would never happen in real life. <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I, got, I get duffed in Madden. I want to talk shit in Madden every time because I feel like I should be good at it, and I'm not. I'm yeah. so bad. I'm not good at it either. I don't know any of like the, the zones and shit and how to move people and shit like people can. Yeah. All right. We'll... Catch me doing a bunch of slants. Yeah. Yo, yo. Slant. Also, bro, quick slants is the most broke shit in every Madden game. 
because it's just a pick play. Like every single time I promise someone will get open. Like if you want to mm-hmm. be a real scumbag and just win, you just fucking run quick slants all day. <laughs> just quick slants over and over and over. Just keep hitting that Y button. Or, or, the, or the, the four verticals where one of them is like your tight end just kind of like running a post like across the middle. Uh-huh, he always, uh-huh, mm-hmm. At some point, the middle linebacker is covering him and then just switches to cover the running back coming out of the backfield and the tight end's always open. Every okay. time. Dude, I always do that. I'll, I'll run that play or one similar to it, and I'll get like 20 yards, and I'll be like, you know, I got to mix it up. I got to play like a real quarterback. And I do a run, gets like two yards, I'm like, oh, fuck this, fuck this. I'm going back. I'm going back. Exactly. Why am I trying to play like a real person? Dude, I think that's my problem. I'm like, all right, going to bounce it to the outside, then give him a run up the middle, then I'm going to hit him with this play action. And it's like, I could just ran quick slants. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do a screen. I could just done quick slants twice. <laughs> I'm going to do a dump off for two yards, you know, because positive yards is, you know, it's, it, you know like, no, fuck that. Like, you run four verticals, you run quick slants, dude. That's it. <laughs> you ain't Bill Belichick, bitch. Like, like whatever. Get out of here. Just run four verticals. You know, do, do, um, fucking, uh, just like you said, quick slants, like, uh, the wheel routes. And, yeah. And, you know. Exactly. Because Madden's horseshit. Because the game sucks. Yeah. That, yeah. Full circle, baby. Madden blows. That's, that's, blows. The, that's my end. Halfback stretch has never gotten anything more than two yards. <laughs> You gonna have Barry fucking Sanders against the fucking zero sixteen Browns? That shit is getting mm-hmm. three yards at best. Exactly, power row every day. <laughs> All right, well that's the episode. Um, you can catch us at Diff Animals Pod uh, on Instagram and Twitter. You can email us directly at differentanimalspodcast at gmail dot com, mm-hmm. and you can catch me at T Money Bags on Twitter and Instagram. You. Yeah, and you can catch me uh, at at evercastro92 on Instagram. All right, that's the episode. Stay safe, stay entertained, and we Mm -hmm. will catch you next week every Thursday at noon without fail. Do you know it? Peace. See you guys. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Just uh, in honor of our favorite rapper uh, losing his fucking mind and running for president. Under the birthday party, um, because he's a fucking asshole. Um, our quote to end this episode is going to be from birthday song, and we talked about this before. But, uh, last birthday, she got you a new sweater. Put it on, give her a kiss, and tell her do better. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on.